You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Kiana Jones, artist and founder of Happening Hands, a community that helps makers and creative business owners build thriving, profitable businesses. Every week on our podcast, we discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to build that profitable handmade or creative business that you've always dreamed of. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's guest is Tiffany Millen, and she is the founder and CEO of the Made by Her Marketplace. Made by Her is one of Happening Hands' official partners, and I'm so excited for today's chat. Hello, Tiffany, and welcome to the Handmade CEO podcast. Hi, Kiana. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your journey to becoming a handmade marketplace owner and founder, which is so cool. And kind of like, what were you doing before and what inspired you to kind of take that path? Yeah. So I've done a bunch of different things throughout my life. I've always been busy though. Like ever since I got my worker's permit when I was 16, I wanted to work. So when my son um, was born, I thought I was going to go back to work and then last minute didn't work out. So I was going to be a stay-at-home mom, which was great. Um, Except I, like many others, kind of found myself like, oh my gosh, is this my whole life or do I get to do something for me also? And um, we had just moved into a house that we were going to fix up and um, I needed something that was going to like keep me occupied and like still be able to do it at home. So I started making decorative like blanket ladders. It was when fixer upper was like just taking off. So that whole like modern farmhouse vibe was, I was all into and still am, but I started making blanket ladders and I did that for probably two years. And it, it, the first one I sold was for like $20 on the Facebook marketplace app. And I remember the lady asking me like, well, what's wrong with it? Why are you selling it for so cheap? I'm like, honestly, it's the first one I made. I just made the color wrong and it doesn't fit in our house. Um, and it kind of just took off from there. She ended up ordering like two more and then another girl reached out and she wanted two for her wedding. And, um, I just remember it was so much fun to be able to do that at home. That something that I was really passionate about, something that, um, I could just do while my son was there. And I just, I thought it was great. And, um, then he went to kindergarten and I was like, oh my gosh, I have so much time on my hands. And since then we had, um, we kind of, we chose to downsize at the time. So I kind of lost my workspace and I thought of doing something new. And then I'm like, you know what? I really want a place that, and I should kind of rewind a little bit. So I, I, I had gone on Etsy. That's where I sold all my ladders from. And Mm -hmm. I loved Etsy. I loved the concept of it. I loved that everything on there was handmade. I loved being able to buy from people who were actually making it. And so um, when he went back to school and I was thinking of making something new, I kind of looked on there and I'm like, this just doesn't have the same vibe that it did three or four years ago. And so, um, I kind of just put that on hold. And then, uh, there's a, an art show in our area called the sawdust art festival. It's in Laguna beach. Um, it's in the Canyon. It's absolutely stunning. It's like, just really, it's like, like I said, it's in a Canyon. So there's hills on both sides. There's, uh, really mature trees and they hang up the little twinkle lights in the air. And, 
Um, there's just something really magical about it. And everybody there is like, they've been making art forever. And I'm like, I, this is where I want to shop. <laughs> like this is where I want to shop online. Um, but I didn't really feel like there was anything like that. And so um, the idea for Made by Her kind of popped up and I was thinking like, you know, I know it's kind of, I feel like it's almost, I don't know if you want to call it like a cliche, but like most art galleries, the majority of people in them are men. And I am so not like the feminist type of person, but I'm like, you know what? I really want it just to be a really feminine space, especially since women are the ones usually shopping for this kind of stuff. So um, that's kind of how it all began. So that was in, um, I got the idea of it in December of 2019 um, found a developer really quickly who I thought was going to work out really well. Um, he started the development on it in February of 2020 and then COVID happened. I'm like, well, we're still online. I think it's going to be okay. And, um, it went okay. The development took a really long time. We were supposed to launch in like July or August of 2020. It kept getting pushed out. All of a sudden we were in September, um, and I'll never forget this because it was one day apart, but on, on September 14th, I found out I was pregnant, which we were not trying at all. So that was a surprise. And then the very next day I found out my dad went into the hospital for pneumonia and like heart failure. And I was like, okay. So I had a panic attack and <laughs> decided to push it off until spring of next year. That's um, crazy. Like, I really want this to happen right now, but I cannot give my focus to it. So we ended up launching March of 2021 and we've been kind of going from there. There's been a lot of different roads in between, but I'd say that's kind of the overall general story of it. What a roller coaster. <laughs> yes, to say the least. It's so crazy. I remember the day that I reached out to you on Instagram and I was like, hey, Tiffany, I, I love the idea behind your business. I'd love to chat. Maybe we can collaborate. Here's how I got started with my marketplace because mm -hmm. Happening Hands used to be a marketplace. And you were like, oh my gosh, our stories are like exactly the same. We have to talk to each other. Yes. And it was so crazy because we finally like got on Zoom and it was just crazy how similar our stories were. Yep. And yeah, it was just, it was a cool moment. For sure. That was a magic. I feel like for all the noise and all the random messages that you get from people online, I don't know. Like I, I'm one of those people. I still usually read all of them, except for yeah. if it has like a classic, random spammy type of thing is the first sentence. But I still read all of them, and I kind of just do like a five second gut check. Like, do I really want to write back to this person? And reading your message, I was like, oh. It was like that meme where it's like, did we just become best friends? I want to talk to you right now and talk about all the things. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, it took a long time. I know I, I know your story of how you wanted to do the marketplace and then it, it got shut down and it, it was pretty similar to ours because our web or my web developer, like he was working on it, but then all these things started happening. And I remember it was, um, so we launched March of 2021 and then in March, or no, sorry, in um, November of 2021, first of all, our Facebook ads account got hacked. So I was like, oh my God, we have no advertising over the holidays. I can't breathe for a second. 
Um, and then all of a sudden I started getting messages from our sellers saying, I can't log in. I can't add product. I can't edit inventory. I can't do anything. And I'm one of those people, like I'm, I'm a human being. I have a family. I understand that it's over the holidays and you know, not everybody has the same hours or whatever, but I kept like reaching out to my developer, like, Hey, help these, like no one can get on, no one can edit, like things are selling and they like, it's still showing is available and not. And like, can you please just fix this? And you know, a day would turn into a week, a week turned into a month. And finally I just stopped hearing from him. And so, um, it was over that week between Christmas and New Year's that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try and build it myself. And so I did. And <laughs> I got a lot. I got a couple of like negative. I say a lot. Really, it was just one person who said, this just seems really unprofessional and I don't want to work with you anymore. <laughs> so I had to write back. I wrote back really personally. And I'm like, I just want you to know this is not how I would have done it. This is the backstory. I wanted everyone yeah. to be able to still have access to their account. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I apologize if it was confusing, but please know that my heart is in the right place. And I just, I want this thing to be way better for you guys. And she ends up, she ended up coming back and she still sells with us, but sometimes you just have to pivot like that. And it's like, yeah, I don't know how we're doing this, but we're going to go for it. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, so with the marketplace, it's so much different than being a maker. You know, you have to figure out this whole other level of, okay, now I'm curating many different shops Mm -hmm. and now it becomes more about like the ethos of handmade and trying to get buyers in the door for multiple different kinds of items. And it's a whole other ball game than just focusing on one shop, right? It really is. I know when I was selling my ladders, it was, I mean, and I, and I, I know we coach this all the time with our, our sellers, but it's like when you have one product and we, we encourage them, like promote you, like what is your vibe? What is your brand? What's your message that you want to get out to people? And it was definitely a big shift going into a marketplace because it's like, well, I like, do I put out my vibe? Because I don't want to necessarily, I feel like as women, we like get really sensitive to like, we don't want to exclude anyone. We don't want to step on anybody's toes. We just want to like help everyone. And so it's like, well, I don't want to say something and not like represent this person well. And I also want to like, I mean, we now have over, I think we're at like 170 vendors and um, I'm totally the type that I just, I want everyone to be happy. So it's, it's definitely hard to, um, please everyone. I don't want to say please everyone. Cause that's, I mean, you, you can't please everyone. It's just not possible. Right. But, um, it's definitely a different feeling to manage something like that versus just focusing on your own brand and, and essence, I guess you could say. Yeah, definitely. So now that you own a marketplace, which is so cool, <laughs> um, <laughs> what does your day to day look like? Oh my gosh. So my day today is a little funky just because of daylight savings. I never had that problem before, but today I got thrown off a little bit, but normally it's, um, so I have an eight year old son and an 18 month old little girl. So Mm -hmm. my day is usually I get up just before six. I do what's what I call like a work walk and I'll like 
speed walk for 30 minutes while doing posts and reel creations on, um, for social media, answering any like emergency emails that come through. And then, um, I, I kind of like a stopping point at seven and that's when I kind of shift gears and make breakfast for my family, make lunch for my husband. He leaves. I take my son to school. My daughter and I come back. I usually get like household stuff done. And then I just work while she's sleeping. So um, if nap schedules get thrown off, then it kind of throws me off a little bit. And um, I try and work while she's awake, but I feel kind of bad sometimes like being on my phone because she doesn't know what I'm looking at. She just thinks I'm preoccupied with this other inanimate object. But um, (laughs) I try and work while she's awake. But for the most part, I just work while she's napping. And then, um, I, you know, I fix dinner for my family at night, do the whole soccer practice thing for my son. Um, and then once they go to bed, I work for another, however many hours, usually a minimum of two, if not five or six or something like that. I haven't quite figured out if I should be a morning person or a night person, but I'm leaning towards being a night person and just sleeping during the day. (laughs) I can totally identify with that. I feel like when you're a parent and you have small kids at home, it's just like, man, you just have to find the time that works and it's going to be different every day, right? Like today, my daughter has, like, we just found out she has a double ear infection, which is insane. And like woke up this morning, I was like, okay, I have a podcast interview, but I also have all this client work and I have stuff for happening hands. When am I fitting this in when we have a doctor's appointment and we have to go pick up antibiotics and all this stuff, right? It's just like, it changes every day. And usually we have a fairly good schedule, but yeah, I feel like when you're a parent, it's just like, you have to roll with the punches a little bit. A hundred percent. Yeah. I listen to a lot of different podcasts actually, and just anyone that speaks to like, how do you balance work life and starting a new business and having kids? And every single one that I've listened to, there is no balance. Like if you feel like the teeter totter is about to literally slip off a cliff, then you try and put something on the other side, but it's really just trying to be in the moment and get as much done as you can. And Mm -hmm. just kind of, I think the other thing too, is you just have to remember each day, like, why did you start? And that's what keeps me going. So I love that. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping it does. Are you looking for a beautiful and creative gift this holiday season that will light up your home or that of a loved ones? Shop the Made by Her Marketplace, our first ever partner marketplace. Made by Her features art and beautiful handcrafted goods from women artists all over the world. You can get there by going to www.madebyher.com. And if you're a maker looking for another home for your products, don't hesitate to sign up today. All Made by Her members also gain access to a Happening Hands membership that includes all of our courses, workshops, group coaching, and resources. All right, back to the show. So what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see handmade business owners making in the online space, whether it's, you know, how they're posting on uh, social media or maybe um, the way they're showing up on their website or even in your own marketplace? What are some of the biggest mistakes you see? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, 
I think the one that jumped into my mind first is, so I've done, I've now done obviously like the online sale thing with the marketplace. And then I've also done in-person markets, both for my own ladders. And actually we've done a couple of shows for, um, made by her as well. And people love people. Like there's such a personal connection when you buy something that's handmade. It's not the same as if you go to Target and you buy some generic thing, like you don't need to see who made it. Um, right. It's probably a machine. But if you're buying handmade, there's just something unique about it and people want that connection. So I think that if the one thing that I notice is that a lot of our sellers do not want to show their face on social media and yeah. they're usually it's because they're just too self-conscious and it's, it's really, it's really kind of sad because I feel like they're so worried about what they look like when really like just look presentable. I mean, maybe you don't want to go on every day, like with your hair all crazy, but I mean, maybe you do. <laughs> like, if that's like, there's definitely something about like an artistic chaos that people really respond to. So I would say yeah, putting their face in front of everyone. And then also kind of, which I feel like I also kind of struggle with this as well. And I'm, I'm trying to figure it out for our makers so that I can kind of like coach them with it. But as an artist, I think you want to be different from everyone. And so you try and do your posts and your reels and stuff so differently, but you almost have to like follow a certain set of guidelines because people just don't know how to like understand it almost. I don't even know if that makes sense, but like if you kind of like, for, for example, with our marketplace, I originally started it with six main categories and it was um, paintings, ceramics, fiber art, bath and body. There's an, a, uh, jewelry and other arts. And I realized recently, I'm like, that's very like on the artistic, on the artist side, like consumers are not necessarily going to look for ceramics if they're looking for a really cute handmade mug. So Mm -hmm. we just changed our categories a couple weeks ago. And now it's like home and living, original art and collectibles. Um, And I looked on a bunch because my whole thing, I'm like, I don't want to be like Etsy. I don't want to be like some of these other marketplaces. So I want to be different. Well, in doing so, it also doesn't like register with like Google analytics and the way that they organize their stuff. And so um, we kind of had to streamline that a little bit. But at the same time, the products are different. Like they are more high quality and that's where, you know, product descriptions and the, the copy on the site and the images and stuff, that's kind of, that's more how you should show that you're different to your audience, not necessarily, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with certain phrasings and things like that. Cause if you get too specific, that's just not, they don't know how to search for things like that. They're just looking for, you know, pretty handmade jewelry and you're, like getting super technical with like the type of like silver in the, I don't I'm not a jewelry smith, so I don't know. But when you get too specific with it, people just, that's just not the search terms that they're looking for. Um, right. So I would say that's, I would say those are the two things, just not putting your face out there and then just wanting to be so different that people just don't really know how to find you. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I feel like there are a lot of like resources out there for 
um, you know, templates for like reels or um, kind of uh, ideas you can get for how to write your descriptions in a way that doesn't make it feel like just an object. It kind of like makes it feel like, oh, this is something that fits into my unique lifestyle, not necessarily, oh, it's it's square. It's yeah. silver. It's this, you know, just yes. the things that that just the way that it looks and the dimensions and all of that, right? That's not necessarily what people are looking for. They really are trying to see like how does this fit into my life, right? Yeah. Well, one yeah. thing that I did recently, which I was gonna share this in an upcoming like tip Tuesday thing, because we always have that for our sellers, is um I like I said, I was trying to be so different that I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to find a magazine and see what they say. And not that I want to copy that, but I just sometimes just to get some ideas, huh? Just to get some ideas. Yeah. I feel like sometimes we just overthink it so much. And so I went through a Wayfair magazine and that was actually super helpful because it, I mean, for one, I noticed they put style and budget under every single category. Like they work it mm. in somehow into what they're saying. And like, I, it, it's one of those things where like people are just, people are so used to, they have so many habits that they don't realize are even there. So you might read the same thing. Like we could put the exact same thing that Wayfair put, like we have home decor for all styles and any budget. Like both of us could say that, but then when people look at our marketplace, they'll be like, oh, but that's the something that I was looking for. And I wouldn't necessarily, like I said, know to search for, was it like Raku ceramic fired? Like, that's just not what I'm going to be looking right. for. This beautiful vase. Yes, that's what I want in my house. Yeah. Well, that's what I feel like people use handmade marketplaces for when they're shopping. You know, they're trying to find something unique that they've never heard of or they've never seen anywhere else or that no one else has in their home. And that doesn't mean like they're not necessarily going to know what process you've used so that they can look it up. Yeah. unless they really know that they just love watercolor paintings. So they yeah. need to look up, you know, but you know, when you're getting too specific like that, it's just going to, like you said, it's going to be harder for you to get found. Yeah. I think it's just a language thing too. Like mm-hmm. someone the other day, um, it was Emily Tassoni. She's another, uh, she does, she helps a lot of like women owned businesses with their, um, Instagram accounts and, um, she was saying, and all it kind of like ties together where like, if you, like, if you're trying to market something and you want to be different, you can't mm-hmm. come up with a new language to promote it. Cause people aren't going to understand the language. Like you have to use the same language that they're familiar with and then yeah. show them once we, once they get there. And then as far as, um, she used the example of like when people post online, she's like, well, you know, yes, you want to be different and, but you can't like change your hours all of a sudden. Like if you're looking for a coffee shop, you can't just be like, well, I want to be different. So we're going to have, you know, come eight to 10 on Monday and nine to three on Tuesday. It's like, no, no, (laughs) you have to be (laughs) consistent with what people are familiar with so that they can at least find you. And then once they do, then you can show them all of your unique qualities. Yeah, absolutely. So We've been doing lives together, which is yes. super fun, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Those have <laughs> so, been so awesome. They have been so awesome. Um, and 
in those lives, we've been giving like tips and I, you know, I hadn't mentioned this yet, but, um, but made by her is an official partner of happening hands, which is so cool. So their members gain access to happening hands. And so, you know, we've been trying to go live and give some tips and some guidance, especially around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of wanted to ask you, Tiffany, cause you were going live with your crowd a lot more than I was before mm-hmm. all of this. And I just kind of wanted to ask, like, how did you kind of, or like, when did, when did you like come to the decision that I'm going live every week on Instagram <laughs> to connect with my people? And how has that kind of impacted your business and the relationship that you have with the sellers? Yeah, it's funny you asked that. So it all kind of started, um, it's, I feel like it, it, it's a long road to how I got there. Um, it started with me wanting to promote the products in the marketplace. And I originally did it. So now today we have two different um, Instagram accounts. Uh, one is uh, made by her official, made by her underscore official. And then the other one is made by her underscore market. At the time, we only had one and we had gotten up to about 12,000 followers. And I was like, we have so many followers, but we're not getting sales. Okay. I want to go on. Like there's, I know there's so many people on, on social media that show their face and they go on every single day. And so I'm like, I'm going to do that also. I'm going to go on every day and I'm going to talk about the products. And, um, we get so many new listings every week and I'm like, this is easy. I'll go on every single day and announce like five new things that are listed or a new artist that's listed. And, um, and just talk to people. And so I started doing that probably, I don't even know now, probably in like the spring or summer of this year, maybe before. No, it was probably before that. This is so random. I remember there was like a red jacket that I kept seeing myself in. I'm like, Tiffany, you really need to change your wardrobe. But, um, (laughs) and so, so I was doing that. And then Instagram, like for whatever reason, I could not post stories anymore. Um, it just, the, the option to like record yourself was not there. And so it was again, one of those moments where I'm like, well, shoot, people come on here to see me do this. So then I started going live and I just thought, I'm like, well, I'm just going to try this every single day. And honestly, we, our numbers never really got up that much. Um, I did a poll and so many other people said they'd much prefer the stories than the live sessions. So I still go live usually two or three times a week, Um, you know, with you on Friday, I usually do one on Monday, just as like a motivational check in with everybody. Um, Because I definitely feel like anytime you're in business, it's not just the tactics that you're doing, but also the mindset behind it. Because I mean, we all have so much self doubt and self like judgment that it's like, sometimes I feel like it gets in the way. So I like to go on on Mondays and just be like, Hey, you still following your dreams? You still going for your goal? Okay, good. I'm here if you need anything. And then I'll still post throughout the week. And, um, I'll still do like some stories also, but I think it's also really good. I mean, I definitely get a lot more DMS now than I used to. So I think it just shows people, especially when you're a new company, Mm -hmm it just shows that you're a real person. 
Because there's so yeah. many spammy accounts lately that it's just, you don't know who to trust. I mean, there's been a lot that I've trusted and, you know, it looks really legit and they're even like a verified merchant and it's just not real. So I think it's good to just be able to show your face and just show that, like I said, you're just, you're just a person trying to make the world a little brighter at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely have noticed that like with, um, with our account too, anytime I'm posting a video, um, you know, it, it really shows people that you are human and people love that. Yeah. And that's why I say like, that's what I feel like. Number one is that I feel like artists should do more is just show their face. It doesn't even have to be that much. Like I've seen some videos where like the artist will literally just like pop her head into the screen wave and then like motion to her artwork. And that's it. Like you're on the screen for maybe two seconds. Um, but I think even just doing that three times a week is, is just so there's just so many places out there that are just, they steal people's photos and they try and sell stuff and then you get it and it's just horrible quality. And, um, you know, I think for anyone who's like not feeling like they have the confidence to do it, know that somebody is out there that does want your product. And if you don't try to get your stuff out there, they're never going to find you and they're going to be sad. <laughs> so <laughs> know that they're looking for you too, and you need to make an effort to go find them so that you guys can connect. And both of you will be so, so happy. That's amazing. So if you could say one or two things to your old self who was thinking about starting a marketplace, what would you tell her? You have no idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say um, it's going to be all that you dreamed of, but you're going to have to take a whole different road than what you planned. Um, I don't know. I honestly still feel like I'm kind of still in the thick of it because yeah. Um, we're still trying to grow our sales. I feel like we just haven't gotten out in front of as many people yet. So I, I don't know. I'm definitely the type of person that like, it takes a lot for me to say like, okay, yes, I've done it. Instead of thinking like, well, but there's one more thing that I think we should get to. Um, but I, I still feel like I'm kind of in it, but I, it's, it's to a point now where it's pretty much every, not everything. There's definitely still pieces that I that we could add that I still want to grow with, but, um, it's pretty much to a point now where it's, it's pretty freaking awesome if I say so myself. <laughs> um, but it definitely took a lot of different paths that I was yeah. not necessarily prepared for. And it took a lot of trust. Like, you know, I, I trusted our developer that didn't work out. And I mean, realistically, I know for some people like that would totally break a whole project. Like at one point yeah. I, I remember sitting there over the holidays last year, just thinking like, is this even supposed to happen? Like we've been working on this for a year and now he just bailed. Like maybe I should just quit. And yeah. you just have to trust yourself. And, um, you know, like I said, when you reached out, Kiana, I was like, oh my gosh, I really hope she's a real person because <laughs> I really want to get to know her. Um, I, and I think that's that really well. So I think it's just like kind of trusting your gut with different people too. And just trying to stay open. Like I'm, yeah, I'm usually not a team player. I'll be honest. Like I'm, a, I'm an only child and my mom's an only child. So we're very much like do everything yourself. And so I think mm -hmm. 
learning to trust other people and knowing that you actually need other people. Like you can't grow something this big by yourself. You just can't. So I'd say the, the sooner you can start reaching out for help or, you know, delegating different tasks to other people, I think the better off we would have been. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So thank you so much for that, Tiffany. Um, So lastly, do you have any special offers for our listeners? Yeah. So one thing that's actually really unique about the Made by Her Marketplace is we don't just advertise the sales that our artists are doing, but we actually do like marketplace level, like discounts or specials, I guess you could say. Um, We don't take a huge profit from each sale. Um, Our our artists put it like they'll... um, pay a membership to be part of it and to list their stuff and, you know, get access to happening hands now. Um, but my, my belief was always like, I know artists were always saying like, I just sold this painting and, you know, 20 or 50% of it just went to the, the gallery that I was listing it in. And like, man, I really didn't make anything. And I've always been like, I, I don't want to take their profit. I just, I want to create a beautiful space for them to list so they can list it at whatever price they want to. They're going to get the majority of it. Um, But this uh, year we're going to be doing a couple different uh, bonus offers. So if you find an item on the marketplace that's discounted, you can get this like bonus offer as well. So this week is the first week actually of our kind of holiday deals that's going to lead up to December. But this week you can get a free Uh, made by her magnet. It's about, I want to say it's like two and a half by like one and a quarter inches. And um, we have two different ones. One says make today magic. The other one says support women, women owned businesses. So anybody who makes a purchase of $25 or more will get one of these free magnets. You can choose which, whichever style you want. And then um, each week leading up to December, we'll have a new special. And then we might even have different ones over like Black Friday and Cyber Monday and things like that. But um, just be sure to check in each week because it's it's going to change. But yeah, right now you can get the magnets. They seem to be really popular. So <laughs> who knew? But they're they're super cute. That's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Tiffany, and good luck with everything with the marketplace. And um, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Kiana. I really appreciate it. It's great working with you. You too. Thank you so much for tuning into the Handmade CEO podcast. Check out the show notes to get a closer look at our guest today and our special offers. Most importantly, check out and join our membership for makers, Happening Hands, where we feature courses, workshops, monthly coaching, and more for makers and creative business owners who are ready to bring their businesses to the next level. You can do this by going to www.happeninghands.com. See you next time. And until then, don't forget that no dream is too big to turn into your dream job.